Welcome to Project Underdog Podcast, a podcast dedicated to inspiring and empowering the underdogs of the world. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy C.T. Strange here with Project Underdog Podcast. If it is your first time tuning in, I just want to say I sincerely appreciate it. I'm very happy to have you. So check it out. I do know that in the internet age, there are a lot of phony gurus and self-proclaimed coaches that should not be talking about the things that they're talking about. And just so you guys know, if you are asking why the hell you should be listening to me, well, I'm a lifelong underdog that's overcome some odds in my life. I was born into a lower class, fatherless home, started doing drugs at a very young age, spent more time in jail than what I did college, which I never spent any time in college, but um, fast forward 14 years from when shit was going downhill and I am a successful business owner. I write books, I write, perform and record music. I compete in bodybuilding. I have unlimited freedom, awesome relationships and a smoking fucking hot wife. Um, you can go and take a look at some of my other videos or listen to some other podcasts and you guys can get a backstory on where I came from, but I am no different than you guys. I, I came from shit figured a few things out, and that's the purpose of this podcast. I just want to give back to you guys and give you some of the tools that that I had used, I had discovered, that really made my life significantly better, and hopefully help you guys out. So with that being said, I want to talk about three things that I do that combat depression. Three biohacks, three hacks that you may have never heard of that really, really fucking help treat depression, man. Um, all three of these things work and it's not your common stuff. So I'm sure you've heard, um, you know, working out. That's a huge one. Being outside, taking a walk, getting sunshine, you know, all of those things are extremely important and those do help. But if we're talking about some really quick fixes, at least speaking for myself now, look, I am not a medical professional. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Don't listen to me. These are things that have worked for me. And there are, they are backed by science, and I'll put links to, to videos from a few different doctors that go into more detail than what I can go into. All I can tell you is this shit works. So the first thing that I can tell you that has worked very, very well for me is fasting. And that can be intermittent fasting, or that can be long-term fasting. The longer you go, honest to God, the better you're going to fucking feel. 24, 48, 72 hours, if you can pull that off, you will see a big difference in your brain function, your sense of well-being, just your overall mood. Your brain produces something called BDNF. When you are depressed, you have less less of that, and that is brain-derived nootropic factor. There we go. Remember that shit. Basically, it's your brain's ability to work, to be plastic, to adapt to what needs to happen, and to be malleable. So the little synapses in your brain that are firing, making connections, you know, they're not all there when you're depressed, right? That's why you probably feel a big sense of brain fog whenever you're anxious or depressed. You just can't fucking think right. Your, your brain's foggy, and you just it's just a part of feeling bad, right? So when you restrict calories, when you fast, like I said, it could be 24 48, 72 hours, the longer you go, the quicker the result and the more impactful, at least speaking for myself. Now, granted, if you're in a hardcore calorie deficit and you're losing weight already, 
Don't, don't be retarded. Don't be stupid with it. But the majority of the time, depressed individuals are not the healthiest that are, that are out there. So you could probably afford to go a few days without eating. Uh, don't listen to nonsense that you've heard that your blood sugar will drop and you'll fucking die. You won't. You're, you're not going to. There's a reason that fasting is in basically every religious practice. It is a very spiritual thing. And I don't mean to sound all hippy-dippy-woo-woo bullshit, but there is so much power in fasting. And even to this day, I will fast 24 hours once a week. I try to fast 72 hours at least twice a year. Then I will also intermittent fast usually about five, six days a week, honestly. Um, I can't think of any day that I typically eat before two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, And I feel better that way. I feel better when I restrict calories. The longer I can go, the better I feel. So if you are feeling down, feeling anxious, try to do a 24-hour fast and see how you feel after the fact. Speaking for myself, uh, it works wonders, man. And I will link some information in the description of this video. Dr. Tracy Marks is a, man, she's a bad bitch. She is a very intelligent woman, a psychiatrist, a doctor out of Atlanta, and she's awesome. I've learned the majority of what I've learned about, excuse me, about depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, uh, manic depressive episodes from this woman, and she is awesome. She can take a deeper dive as to why short-term and long-term fasting work for depression and anxiety. So that's the first thing that you may have never heard of. Okay, second, this one's pretty crazy, and you'll probably say there's something wrong with me, but sleep deprivation. So, and this is all backed by science, too. I'm not just making this shit up. So my wife and I, for New Year's, like I said, we own a business together. We stay extremely busy. And we don't get a whole lot of time to, to party and to enjoy ourselves, to have fun, which we're not big partiers. We live a very uh, disciplined lifestyle. But sometimes, you know, we like to like to have a little bit of fun. And that was the one time we had fun this entire year. So it's now September. So th- that tells you something. But anyway, we partied hard, man. We went hard and I didn't get any sleep whatsoever. I mean, like two or three hours a night, if that. But I felt great. I felt awesome. Um, I mean, it could have been all the strippers and everything else that we had to deal with. I'm joking, sort of. But no, I I just had a great sense of well-being. And I had noticed other times when I go on vacation and we party hard, I feel really good. And it's not like intoxicated good. It's a sense of well-being. It's a sense of like, oh, shit, I feel good. There's a pep in my step. I, I, I feel good. Um, listen, I've always battled depression. As as a younger guy, growing up as a teenager, I was a depressed fucking kid, man. I had panic attacks often. I was put on Paxil, Prozac, Lexapro, had to go to counseling and shit. Uh, it fucking sucked. And I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I mean, there's, we'll, we'll get into that at the end of the video, but into the podcast. But I've had a difficult time managing my mental health. And so some of these things that I'm telling you guys with these three ways and some other things that I do, man, it's, it's really been a huge asset in my life to keeping, keeping my shit together, man. So anyway, it is what is known as wake therapy. There is a protocol in which you can follow, and this is all backed by science. 
So basically, you would stay awake for 36 hours. That's it. It's a hard fucking reset. It sounds crazy. Now, if you follow the actual protocol, you stay awake for 36 hours, have a few hours of light exposure, red light exposure, followed by small sleeping windows. I think it's four hours, six hours, and eighth. Regardless, I have not followed that protocol, but I have restricted sleep for upwards of 48 hours before, and I feel fucking great afterwards. Feel awesome. It, it is like a hard reset. And like I said, I am going to link some of that information in the description here, and that is also coming from Tracy Marks. Brilliant woman. You guys will really enjoy her. Um, but it's, it's under my opinion and experience that depression is just a, it's a response to what the fuck we're not doing. I mean, our, our lives are so fucking easy now, right? Like every, most everybody, I wouldn't say everybody that that's uh, that's, that's projecting there, but a large majority of people are very depressed these days. They don't have much meaning in their life. They just, it, it just everything just kind of sucks with them. And it's my personal belief that life is way too easy. Our physical life is way too easy. Think about the last two things that I just talked about. Restricting eating and restricting sleep. Both of those are hard as fuck to do. They are a stressor on the body. Imagine if we didn't have the modern conveniences that we have. But we could not eat, right? Like there wasn't any fucking food. None. You did not have it available. It's not like you're intentionally trying not to eat. Let's say that you can't fucking eat. Dude, your body knows we got to get our shit together, motherfucker, so we can survive. We are so overstuffed and overstimulated and underchallenged that life has lost all meaning. And now we feel it in a biological sense. It's not just that we think, man, what the fuck are we doing here anymore? No, the fucking cells in your body, the synapses in your brain, and the hormones that course through you are telling you, dude, life fucking sucks. So it's under my personal belief that depression comes from a lack of resistance. It's a lack of hard shit. You got to do hard shit to have a good life. I know it sounds fucking counterintuitive, but strength comes from resistance. There is no strength where there is not resistance. And so by inducing yourself with these stressors, putting yourself in these difficult situations, you know, you, you talk about you know, cold plunges, uh, sauna, shit like that, sleep deprivation, fasting, you are creating intentional stress on your body and it, it must perform. So the wake therapy Restricting sleep, depriving sleep, 36, 48 hours, speaking for myself, it works fucking awesome. I love it. It's a pain in the ass to stay awake that long, but get you some energy drinks and an Adderall if you are prescribed it. I don't know if I can fucking say Adderall on YouTube, but we're going to find out. So that is the second way that I will get myself back in shape whenever I'm feeling depressed and anxious and, and not feeling great. Okay, the third thing, and I just kind of mentioned it there in that last little rant, but it is the sauna. Uh, the sauna is an excellent way to, to get your mind and your body moving back in the right direction and, and stuff the depression down and, and relieve that brain fog and that anxiety. 
I'm going to link a video from uh, Rhonda, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. In the description, she goes into a lot of detail with how this works and in, in the science and the mechanics of that. I can just tell you from personal experience, the sauna is not, for me, it's not that quick quick reset that the fasting and the sleep deprivation are for me. Those are, those, are, those are fucking instant. Within 48 hours, I can feel good again. It's just difficult to you know, practice that discipline, right? Hey, and I want to say, too, that I would not recommend doing all three of these fucking things at the same time. These are hardcore stressors that you are putting on your body. You are putting your body under a lot of stress that it's probably not used to. So proceed with caution. Hell, I'm, don't even fucking do it. I told you guys not to do it. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I know nothing, but this has worked for me. It's the best way I can put it. But be careful if you do decide to do this. Don't do all three at the same time. As I had said, depriving sleep and restricting calories, those, those snap me out of my funk very quickly. The sauna is more of a slow and steady. It's more of a brushing your teeth type of habit and behavior that you feel better and better and better over time. But I'm going to link uh, in the description video from Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She goes into more detail of the mechanics and the science of how sauna works. So that's it, guys. Three ways to help you kick depression and and get your your head back in the game and get going in the right direction. But like I said, it, it is my personal belief that life is way too fucking easy in 2023. We are overstimulated. We have too many fucking options, and we don't have enough to fight against. We do have enough to fight against. It's just not not in front of us. What we have to fight against, man, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to identify what the enemy is. And honestly, the enemy is comfort. The enemy is ease. The enemy is the path of least resistance. So I do appreciate you guys hopping on here. Until next time, stay cool, motherfuckers.